Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast. Anchor gives you everything you need in one place for free, which you can use right from your phone or computer. Creation tools allow you to record and edit your podcast so it sounds great. They'll distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard everywhere. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and many more. You can easily make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Voting isn't just going to the polls on election day anymore. Options like early voting, mail-in voting, and ballot drop boxes are available to more voters and are growing in popularity. How to Vote, a tool created by Democracy Works, breaks down the options your state offers for casting a ballot, empowering you to decide when and where to vote. How to Vote is easy to use and helps folks from all over the country overcome many of the process barriers to voting. Um, examples of action voters can take using How to Vote tools, sign up for election reminders, see what's on your ballot, get step-by-step assistance for crossing your ballot, explain your options for returning your voted mail ballot, check your voter registration status, find your polling site, and make sure you have the appropriate ID. Decide when and where your vote is here at how2.vote. Welcome to Blog Access 101 Podcast. Follow us on social media at Blog Access 101 on Twitter and Instagram. Special shout out to our sponsor, Hibachi Productions. Use our discount code Block Access 101 on HibachiProductions.com to get 20% off. Welcome back to Blog Access 101. This is episode 22. I'm your host, Young Hibachi. Follow us on social media at Blog Access 101 on Twitter and Instagram. Here with my host Ashley. Ashley, give me your social media tag. What's good? My social media tag is at who is Ashley G. All right, we're gonna jump right into it with the first uh topic. Uh NBA free agency talk. Um, there's a lot of big names out there. I'll start off with your uh Laker player, like LeBron said, it's his team now. So I feel like you guys need to pay him as such. Um, I, feel, I definitely feel like he's going to opt out and he's probably going to get a record-breaking contract. Um, probably northwards of 35 to 40 million a year. Um, what do you what do you take? What is it, what's your take on that? I know you're probably like, that's crazy amount of money, but I think he really gets a record-breaking deal. Uh, he played pretty good in the finals, even though he's um, over, a little bit over-dramatic with, with the uh, – Falling around in the finals, but he he did his job in the finals. So, what do you think? You think he's worth that thirty-five, forty million a year? Absolutely, I think he's absolutely worth all of that money. Like you already said, LeBron already said it's his team, and give LeBron maybe two, three years max, and it will definitely be his complete team. So, I think we are going to invest in the future, and it will be a great investment. So, I agree with you. Anthony Davis should get a big time deal. I believe he is the future of the LA Lakers. And we'll see what happens in free agency. Yeah, and um, I just think that hopefully you guys get rid of Danny Green and clear us with cast base. I don't. Do you think? I, me personally, if I was him, I know you want to get a big deal, but I, me personally, I wouldn't want him to get stuck as he did and when he's with the Pelicans. And I feel like LeBron has about a solid about three, four years left in him. Um, maybe yeah, about about two to three years solid. Um, and I, at that point, I think he probably re- retires in about at year twenty, like Kobe did. Um, yeah. Well, you know, I don't really know because LeBron he has been more sustainable than any athlete we've ever seen. So, I I think that he's going to play as long as he can, at least until his son comes in the league. I think that's a big thing for LeBron. For him to be able to play in the league with his son, so I think he's going to try to stay as long as possible. So I I give him more years than that. Yeah, I just I I just yeah I I just feel like that's that'd be like he's playing at a at a productive level. I mean, he probably can play longer than those that three to four year span. But I'm just saying a productive level. I don't want him out there looking like Charles Barkley, just staying out there too long. Because you already know how the media is with him even with him doing well. So you can only imagine how they are when he's getting to the age or he needs to retire. Um, but, yeah, I feel like AD definitely gets a, a record-breaking deal, 35, 40 million a year. Probably, when, probably getting paid one of the, uh, the most money for a big man in uh, NBA history. 
Uh, let's get to the next one with Goran Dragic. Dragic. Um, I want. I, I felt bad for him that he got injured. He got injured at the wrong time uh, in the NBA Finals, especially on a contract year. He was playing phenomenal in the playoffs. He was averaging close to twenty a game in the playoffs. Uh, felt bad that he got injured. Um, he, he, he came back, fought through it. I know he was in excruciating uh, pain. I know they probably shot him up with something because there's no way he's supposed to come back that fast over that. Um, but I think they might use that as a reason why they don't pay him. I mean, they, they're like one of the – I know the Heat are one of the top six teams with cap space this offseason. Um, they're only one of the playoff teams – one uh, one team, the only playoff team that has a top six cap space with $20.9 million. Um, I don't know if they really spend that on Dragic. I think he, they pay, might pay him a one 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 year eight million dollar deal because of that injury. And I also think I think they go after Gallinari um, in the off season if they don't make a trade for Giannis, what rumors are that they're trying to do. But I don't really believe those rumors. I think that's dumb. I think that's very dumb. Yeah, Giannis, Giannis, um, Jimmy Butler and and Giannis play similar to me. Very similar. Um, I don't. The floor spacing would be abysmal. It would look like they're the foot of the seventy sixers. So if I was them, I would really go after Goran. Uh, I'm skipping ahead too fast. I really go after Gallinari. Um, good shooter. Um, small play, small forward, power forward, shoot the ball, move man. Well, man's already at the center. You can put him at the four. Um, let them work. Um, so I feel like that would be the smarter move for them to go after Gallinari, throw some money at him. And try to bring Dragic back, but on like a team friendly contract deal, I wouldn't really try to break the bank for him. Um, what would you take some Goran Dragic? I think he stays. I think he stays. I think Pat Riley he made an announcement essentially saying he plans to keep the core intact. So Goran Dragic is a big part of that core. So I think he stays. I don't think they should break the bank for him. Like you said, he played well in the playoffs, but I don't think he deserves, you know, a big-time contract. So, I think he stays. I think they pay him pretty well, but not anything crazy. And I think he kind of wants to stay as well. So, I don't really see him moving. And, yeah, that whole Giannis thing, absolutely not. Jimmy Butler and Giannis are essentially – they have the same skill set. Like, they're – I don't see a need for two Jimmy Butlers on the Miami Heat. They will probably – won't even make it as far as they did this year. So, yeah, that's not a good move. They'll keep going there, and they'll go after some players. And I agree with you. I think Danilo Gallinari would be a great ad. He's, I think he's a great shooter, not just a good shooter. I think he's a great shooter. He'll be a great addition. And he'll be somebody that you can, you know, depend on. I believe he's a vet at this point. He's been in the league for a long time. So, yeah, I think they'll go after him. Yeah, I think it's – yeah, I definitely hope they make that be the smartest move for them to do. I'm, they're in a perfect cap space. Uh, not It's crazy that their only playoff team that has the amount of cap space they have in the top six. Wow. Uh, yeah. Next person. Uh, DeMar DeRozan, player option. I definitely feel as though he opts out of San Antonio. I never thought he was a really a good fit in San Antonio to begin with. Uh, I just feel like San Antonio did what the best they could find for Kawhi, and that was the best they could find. Not, no disrespect to DeMar DeRozan, but he just doesn't really fit that system. Um, um, so, I, me personally, I, I really think um, – he opts out, and I wouldn't say he goes back to Toronto because they got rid of him, but um, I wouldn't be shocked if he attempts to go to, like, a OKC, possibly Denver. Mm. But I know Denver would probably have to make some significant cap uh, moves. I know their cap is kind of looking iffy. And also they got to sign back um, Jeremy Grant. Because if they let him go, that's that's really going to hinder their uh, imp- uh, progression through the next season. Oh, also, I know they're probably happy as hell. Paul Millsap was a free agent this year. They're probably like, praise God. <laughs> you know how hard I am on Paul Millsap. But, I, you know, I, me personally, Paul Millsap, I wouldn't have a problem if he goes uh, – if we go look after him at the Sixers as, as a backup power forward, uh, veteran minimum, if, if he – um, and 
he just gives our young guys that leadership that we need. And it, he's always been a dog. I just feel like he's getting older now. And it's just, he's, he always was good on the defense end, but offense, he was kind of suspect. So I feel like he'll be a valuable, valid uh, power forward off the bench. Maybe you guys can go ahead and get that veteran um, minimum. That might be smart for you guys. Um, Who, Paul Millsap? Yeah. I don't want him. Oh man, y'all need a y'all need a solid big off the bench. We, I think our bigs are fine off of the bench. We don't need him now. Do you want to know who I do want? Yeah, I really want Bradley Bill. I don't know if we're going to get him, but he is probably the top player that I want. I know that there's rumors that he may be going to Golden State, but I want Bradley Bill. We need a consistent shooter, and I know people say you know you don't want too many playmakers on one team, but as unselfish as LeBron is, I think Bradley Beal would fit perfectly in our system. Um, I, I'm going to need you to chill out on that because Bradley Beal need to come to Philly because Lord. <laughs> is sure. Okay. Because it is, it is a bit, you guys have enough. We, we, we are looking mad iffy. Um, if I don't Rock. see Tobias Harris or Al Horford traded before the season or before the trade deadline, Elton Brand needs to get fired ASAP because he did two egregious deals with that Horford was a 109 four year and then with Tobias's five year 185 million. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't pay um, Tobias Harris 85 cents to wash my car, let alone 185 million dollars <laughs> play for five years. <laughs> so that's what 37 million a year. That's that's ridiculous. See what was it? But see, what was he averaging? Was it 15 and, and what do you had a 15 and 10 game in the last game we played the Celtics before we got sweep? That, that's, that, that, that doesn't equate to $37 million a year, Elton Brand. What the hell are you doing? Um, yeah. So, yeah, what, what, do you, what, what do you take some DeMar DeRozan? Do you think he leaves San Antonio or do you think he stays? Or Yeah, I don't feel really strongly about this. On one hand, I feel like he should stay. I know a lot of people don't think that. But I feel like, you know, maybe he should stay, mainly because I'm big on coaches, and I feel like, you know, until Pop retires, he needs to retire soon. But, you know, try to play with Pop as long as you can and try to draw people to San Antonio. I don't know how much cap space they do have. But I think that San Antonio is an attract. It could be attractive mainly because of Pop, and you do have – of course, you are DeMar DeRozan, and you do have a little bit of help. So I would try to recruit, but if he does leave – I think Denver would be probably a really good fit for him. But if I'm DeMar DeRozan, again, I don't know how bad his journey has been, but if I'm a DeMar DeRozan, I would try to attract somebody to San Antonio. But the likelihood of that is pretty low, and I'm sure he's ready to get out of San Antonio at this point. How long has he been in San Antonio? I think this was, yeah, second season. Okay. Okay, so, yeah. And they didn't do much, so yeah, yeah. So I don't know what he does, but if I'm him, I will probably stay, give it another year, and then go from there. Yeah, Um, let's talk about how the Pelicans have 29 million in cap space potentially. That's true. Yeah, I know they got. I know Brandon Ingram is a restricted free agent, and they cannot lose him. Um, I know somebody's probably gonna throw the, the roof at him. Um, definitely probably the Hawks. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but I, I know for sure. That's, I never really liked just – I always thought the uh, NBA Player Association should have tried to f- figure out a way to get rid of this restricted free agency shit. Yeah. Um, it's kind of like a, a franchise tag to me. Like, you can't even make your own decisions. Because I remember remember a few years ago – well, probably more than a few years ago, back when Gordon, Hay- Gordon Hayward – was first with free agency, and it, was about, it almost ended up when Michael Jordan threw the house at him to bring him to Charlotte. And the um, the Jazz matched it. I, I never really liked it. Um, I feel like you don't have really control over your life. Um, so I feel like they need to get rid of that restricted free agent BS. Same way NFL need to get rid of that um, franchise tag because I feel like a lot of these owners abuse it. Mm-hmm. I, I love Dak Prescott. Get well seen, my guy. Um, and Kirk Cousins. I don't know if you're familiar with Kirk Cousins, but the rest of him dirty. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I think, yeah, I think that 
the uh, I think the Knicks might throw the house at Brandon Ingram, but I, I feel like the Pelicans have no choice but to match it, which is going to decide where they can go elsewhere. Um, I think they really have a, a great, great depth. Um, might need to add a few more pieces. I said before the season started, I figured they would be eighth seed. Um, didn't know Zion was going to get injured. But before that, I said they would be eighth seed. I definitely think next year with Zion being healthy, they're a solid eight, maybe seven seed. Um, if they bring back their nucleus. Um, maybe look for a solid backup point guard um, a la Isaiah Thomas. If he doesn't come to Philly, Lord knows you need him because <laughs> – I don't know why we had Shake Milton running point. I never understood it. It was a stupid ass idea. But <sighs> Sixers management, Brett Brown being Brett Brown. I think Doc fixes everything now. Uh, I remember LR said that Tobias Harris uh, played best under um, Doc. So we, we're going to see because if he doesn't, if that doesn't happen, he needs to get traded. Um, so, so who do you all want to go to Philly? Okay, my 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 Christmas list for free. Yes. <laughs> Number one on that list is. By far, Bradley Beal. I know he couldn't cover Cole with Tylenol with his defense, but when you shoot like that, who needs to play defense? Um, <laughs> that, that's my first um, thing, first uh, wish list. And in that tree, I need either Al Horford or Tobias on that in that deal. One of them has to go because I, I, I can't sit there and look at these, these guys <laughs> another year. Uh, it's, it's ridiculous. Um, so, yeah, my next, my next one is – we try to go get Sadiq Bay from Villanova, three and D guy, and uh, in the draft, uh, the projection go eighteen. We're the twenty first. We might need to trade up, move up a few, if we don't think if we think he's going to get be gone by then. But I think he might fall to us, or get R.J. Hampton. Uh, he was uh, in, uh, a couple of years ago. He was what top five projected. Yeah, I don't know. He he fell off significantly, but that could be a steal for us in the draft. I would greatly appreciate that. Um. Who else? Let's see what else. Um, a solid, uh, just a solid big man. I would like to see us go after Demarcus Cousins, veteran minimum, hmm. of course, because um, Achilles torn ACL is definitely not um, something to raise an eyebrow at. Like, ah, uh, is he going to come back healthy? But I feel like if he if he if he plays at forty percent of what he played at when he was healthy, I would be perfectly fine with that. Uh, we need, oh, we need to, oh, Rob, let me get this straight. You want jo- Joel Embiid and DeMarcus Cousins. Oh, DeMarcus Cousins is definitely not going to start for us. Okay. That's why I said veteran minimum. I don't know if you would agree to that coming off the bench, but, um, sir, you had a torn Achilles and a torn ACL, sir. Just just be happy to be here, brother. Just do your thing off the bench. And um, I feel like that would be a great move for us and also probably get, like, a, a solid – Shooter, maybe uh, we can, we probably don't have the cast base to go after Gallinari. <sighs> Thank you to Elton Brand, unbelievable. Um, so that's that's a couple of my wish lists for the Sixers. Um, I don't think any of them happen because our management's full of idiots. Oh, also bring my guy Deion Waiters home. That would be lovely. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, that's about it for that. Um, oh, next person, Gordon Hayward. I feel like he opts in because he he had an okay season this year. Um, he had another injury again. So I feel like he opts in, doesn't opt out. Um, you know, Brad Stevens is coach at Butler. I feel like they keep him. So he definitely opts in and stays in Boston. Um, I feel like, again, Boston is probably the team come out the East again next season. I know people are saying Brooklyn. I, I just don't see it. Um, yeah, me neither. I love Kyrie. I love KD, but um, I don't. They, that's about it. That's all they have. And Jared Allen, he's decent as a big man, but Joe Harris, he's okay, a solid shooter. But I don't, I don't, I don't really see I, nothing about them really scares me outside of KD and Kyrie. If they, if they bring another piece, a la Bradley Bill or somebody like that, I'm gonna say okay, he might have a shot. But I really just think Boston is a team to beat in, in the East, and uh, you can't forget about Toronto. Nick Nurse is a great coach. Uh, at first, I was hesitant, but he's definitely been well his first two seasons. Um, Fred Randfleet has definitely grossly improved with him. Um, so, yeah. So, what do you think about Gordon Hayward? Mm. I think he needs to get out of there 
um I don't necessarily know where he goes but I think he should get out of there kind of based on what I saw this year not even really just bubble because and everything because he was hurting things like that but I I think that he should go honestly I, I know a lot of people are against it but I think he should go I'm surprised people don't think he should go I'm just trying to figure out. I'm just like, who, where were he? I'm just looking like, where would he even go? Um, yeah, I don't know where he would go. I just, I don't think that it's going to continue to work as well. I like, I know Brad Stevens is a good coach, but yeah, I don't, I don't know. I guess I haven't seen them play enough all together. So just based on what I've seen, I think he should look for a better opportunity, at least look for better opportunity. Yeah, okay. Well, yeah, I wouldn't – no harm in looking elsewhere. But, um, yeah, I just I just really thought when he came back, it helped them out significantly when they played the, uh, the Raptors. And um, it changed the dynamics for them. So, I feel like he's a very important player for them. But um, I, I, just don't, I don't think he's going to get a big deal if he leaves uh, and goes – what was he having, like 12 to, what, 13 a game this year? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're right. He probably won't get a big deal. Uh, and he'll probably stay this year. I just personally would look for better opportunity. Oh, yeah, I feel you. I just, I was like, if I was him, I was just, yeah, I was like, man, I'll take the money because I was like, I know I'm not getting it elsewhere. Yes, yeah, a good point. Oh, I'll take it back. He was averaging 17. That was the, it was, it was a playoff where he was struggling. That's my fault. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, I'm trying to think where he could even possibly go. Maybe the Clippers, but they, I know they're having cap issues, and which brings me to my next topic of March. <laughs> um, they need to throw the house at that man, six man of the year, put some respect on his name. Um, I, I feel a lot of teams are going to make a bid at him, especially I don't think the Hawks would, even though they got a lot of like 43 million in cap space, because they already have John Collins and Clint Capella. I, still, I never understood why they made that trade for Clint Capella. I was really confused about it. But, um, Yeah, maybe the Knicks, but I don't think anybody wants to go to the New York Knicks. Um, but maybe Montrez does. He's young. All people always say go after the ring, but um, as you're, I always say, when you're young, you get paid. Like young dolls, they get paid. Um, you can always go after you can ring chase uh, when you get older. Um, so I would definitely take the money if I was him right now. And I, I really don't see the Clippers as a team that would be a good uh, one championship next year. Um, with that Tyron, Tyron Lewis, a new head coach, um, not going to happen. Um, Paul George, I don't see Paul George stepping up and becoming a leader next year. Um, and let's not forget about Golden State, just come back reloaded next year. And if they get James Wiseman in the draft, which they I really think they're going to, they were hiring that kid from Israel, but I know I don't really think they're going to pick him because – Averaging four points a game overseas—that's that—that that just scares the hell out of me. I, and I, I'm always a big advocate for overseas players, but these overseas players coming in this year, I just really don't see anything like sticking out. The Killian kid—he's pretty decent, average twelve or six overseas, but I don't—I don't know. I just outside of Tony Parker, I haven't really seen any France point guards really do anything. Look, look at look at Frank over there in New York. Oh my goodness, terrible. So yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't think that happens. Uh, I really think Montrez leaves if he doesn't get the money that he asked for. I don't, if I was him, I wouldn't take a pay cut to say I'm on the Clippers. Um, I'm, I'm going after the money. He had, he definitely had a, a, a career year thus far with becoming a six man. I, I would bank, I would bet on myself and I'll get my money. And if the Clippers don't offer me in the ballpark of the other teams, um. I'm out of there if I'm in. I would, I would, I would. I mean, I know New York's out there. Could look at Phoenix. Phoenix has some good cap space. Um, I don't know about Detroit. They already have Blake over there. Um, well, it, it could work. It could work. Maybe Detroit. But yeah, Nick's got forty-one point five million. Maybe he can hustle them. Out of a deal like Julius Randle did because he really finessed the hell out of them. It was a one-year, twenty million. I thought I, I definitely feel like he might leave 
um, because the Knicks are terrible. But get your money while you can, young fella. Uh, what was the other player we wanted to talk about? Oh, Fred Van Fleet. Yeah, my guy. Uh, I, I definitely feel like Toronto offers everything that they can to that guy. He really improved over the past two seasons with uh, Nick Nurse. And he stepped into a big role of starting this year, uh, actually, as well, and played phenomenally in my eyes uh, with, alongside Kyle Lowry. Um, so I definitely feel like they re-signed him. I don't think he's going anywhere. So if I was an opposing team, I wouldn't even waste my time, but he's not leaving uh, Toronto. What do you What do you think? I think he stays. I think that's no question. There's There's no question. I mean, what do they have? Okay, they ha- kind of have to keep Fred Van Fleet. So yeah, I agree with you. He stays. No question. I don't really see him going anywhere else. Just looking at all the teams. No, I I think they give him a a good check, or he stays. Lovely, lovely. Uh, let's think. I got one more play on here. Uh. Bogan Bodvanovic, restricted free agent. Um, I think he's a great shooter. I think teams want to make a move after him. Maybe the Miami Heat possibly add another shooter. Uh, possibly the Clippers, even though they're in cap, cap, have cap issues. Uh, maybe a one-year deal. Also Denver, maybe, I don't know about Dallas jumps into it. Um, they don't really need him. They got Tardaway and um, Doncic, Luca. So yeah, I'm definitely looking at Denver, Clippers, Miami, uh, possibly Milwaukee. Looking at them. Yeah, Look. I th- I think the sky's the limit for them. <laughs> I mean, if you a shooter, you know team's gonna look for you so I think the Bucks would be a really good fit for him uh personally that'd probably be my top pick if Giannis stays you know because you need shooters around Giannis so I think that's where he goes personally I don't really think the Clippers can do much they don't have much wiggle room I don't even think they're going to be able to keep Trez so I think the Clippers kind of out there so yeah, I mean, like I said, he can he'll go. I don't know, but a lot of teams will be trying to shop for him, and you know he'll probably just go to the highest bidder or the best opportunity. Yeah, um, if but if the if the Kings are have any type of common sense, which I don't think they have, they um, yeah, they they definitely gonna have to try to bring him back, match his deal. But I I think it might be out of their um. Out of their pay, out of their pay level, I, don't, I think it might fall out of that, out of that area. Um, so yeah, I definitely. I know the Kings are trying, but I also I don't know, I don't know, I don't know what what the future is for the Kings. Um, are they trying to get rid of uh, or try to trade Buddy Hill? That's well, I mean, because I know they're not taking uh, Luke Walton's calls. I mean, who would? But yeah. Kings looking at projected thirty million, but. So they have the money to match whatever deal he gets. Um, I definitely think he's probably going to be overpaid because of people because of the volume of needing a shooter off the wing. So I feel like he gets paid in free agency, and they do it. They do what they got to do to keep him. But I would like to see him go somewhere else to play on a team that actually wins games. So. Mm-hmm. All right. So that's any other players you want to speak about or. No, no, I'm just, you know, praying at the Lakers front office, Rob Palenka, that they make wise decisions and they do all they can to either get Bradley Beal or Joe Harris. That Those are the top two I'm looking for. Good take. Any, any players, uh, y'all want to make any trades? Let's, we got to get Kyle Kuzma the hell out of there. We got to get Danny Green the hell out of there. Hey, <laughs> We got to get them both out of there ASAP. I'm sick of it. I don't care. We can send Danny Green and Kyle Kuzma to Serbia if all I care. Just get them out. I'm sick of it. Yeah, remember, it was crazy. Because remember, you guys, remember y'all could have kept Brandon Ingram. And remember at the beginning, they, the Pelicans had one at uh, Kuzma and Ball. And y'all was like, no, we can't get rid of Oh, my. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, my. Imagine if we would have had Brandon Ingram instead of Kuz. Oh, my God. Yeah, that would that would have been a crazy lineup. Um, 
Yeah. So, um, so yeah, we got to get out of uh, we got to get Kyle and Danny Green out of there. I'm sorry, I I can't do that anymore. Yeah, it's it's, it's getting real ridiculous for them. Um, but we're gonna take a short break. We'll be right back. Even though this is a presidential election, there are many more candidates on the ballot besides the president. Go to Ballot Ready for a nonpartisan guide to your entire ballot. From there, you can compare candidates based on stances on issues, biography, or endorsements, and then save your choice choices to use when you vote by mail or in the voting booth. You can even request your absentee ballot or make a plan to vote early or on election day. This election matters. Make sure you have a plan to vote and voting is informed. 30% of voters take the time to vote and then leave some part of the ballot blank. This is a missed opportunity to choose the leaders of our communities. Go to BallotReady.org and enter your address to make a plan to vote and vote informed. We're going to get right into it uh, with the topic of the World Series with Dodgers and Rays. I started off. I really thought the Dodgers were about to go up 3-1 yesterday. And thanks to my guy, uh, Muncie and Taylor, they really – Fumbled the bag on that one. I don't. All you had. I mean, of course, the tire run we got in was just cool. Okay. Um, all you had to do was throw the ball to home plate to my guy Will Smith and Muncie. Just I don't know what he did. He choked, and so did Taylor because he couldn't even get the ball into the infield. It was crazy. Um, but Kershaw pitched tonight. I, I think they go up three two tonight. It should have been uh, ending tonight, but it is what it is. Um, I, I didn't expect. The Rays be hitting as well. I always knew they had a good uh, pitching crew, but definitely didn't expect them to uh, hit as well. I don't know why the Dodgers keep pitching to uh, Brandon Lau. I got three homers in in the World Series thus far. Why in the hell are you still pitching to this guy, Walker? Uh, what are your thoughts on that, man? The Dodgers bullpen. It's supposed to be, like, the second-best bullpen to raise. But there's so many times where I've seen this bullpen fold, and I just don't understand what is, is wrong with it. I don't really blame Chris Taylor or Muncie. Like, Chris Taylor got it in. I mean, he did muff it. But – and Muncie – he got it to Muncie. Muncie did – was able to relay it and get it to Will Smith. And I just think Smith – Uh, I think Smith folded. I think Smith Uh, panicked because we know that – uh, that guy, uh, his name is hard to say. I'm not going to say it. But we know that he's fast. Oh, we'll just call him Randy. Yeah. We know that, that Randy is fast. So Will Smith thought he had to, you know, react quicker. But I'm, I'm to me, when I'm looking at it, I'm like, oh, this guy, Randy is dead. He's, 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 dead, at, he's dead at the plate. And then Will Smith lost track of the ball. He could have faked it like he had the ball. But I get it. He didn't want to, like, chase down Randy. And then all of a sudden – you know, they, they realized he didn't have the ball, but um, it was, it was an unfortunate ending. And now it just makes me question, like the Dodgers do this all the time in the playoffs. And I hope this doesn't like swing the momentum away from them. I know they got Kershaw. They still got Walker Bueller, but um, I don't know who they, I don't think they even have another starter. So they would have to do a bullpen day and looking at this, the bullpen day, I'm pretty much going raise on that game. So uh, it's it's big that Kershaw plays pitches like you pitched in game one today because they they this is this is do or die for the Dodgers in my opinion. Um, I, yeah, the the, the three run homer that was started one. I don't know why. Uh, I know Blake pitched well the inning before, but I don't know why you bring Blake out a second inning. Like he's not that he's not that kind of guy. And then once he got the first guy, once he walked the first guy on base, that's when you automatically take him out. Dave Roberts leaves these guys in, lets them get into trouble, and then he starts to bring in the uh, someone else. And uh, Jansen, every before Jansen came in, they was like, "Yeah, Jansen's been struggling. Dodgers didn't know if they were going to have the closer." I was like, "Oh man, they already uh, jinxing this guy." And then what do you see in the ninth inning? A 191 hitter come and get a, a a great hit too. It was um I was like, I just thought they were gonna win after that. I said, wow, he just came through in the clutch moments. 
Yeah, like it just like I never even heard of Phillips. I watch a lot of Rays games. I don't even know if Phillips even really played that much in the regular season. It was just it was just a it was just a bad a bad game all around. But I blame more the bullpen and the manager because well then again, can you blame the I blame the manager for leaving Blake in too long, but I don't blame the manager for bringing in Baez the pitch to low because Baez is actually supposed to get out left-handed hitters and he gave up a home run and then the next inning he gave a home run to another left-handed hitter so then I was just confused as to what was Baez's purpose if you're going to just give up home runs to the guys you're not supposed to give up home runs to but um I do I I think the Dodgers get the 3-2 lead all all that just to say I do still believe the Dodgers win this series, but I think it's up to Kershaw and Walker Bueller now, and I don't have faith in that bullpen anymore. Yeah, um, my guy Corey Seager is about to win me some bread for the oh uh, Dalton just fumbled the ball, unbelievable safety. Um, no way, safety. Yes, yes. Once they got out of it, I thought they were gonna. Um, I thought they were going to score. I'm this, just watching the Steelers game, though. I ain't going to watch the. This is embarrassing. Um, but, <laughs> yeah, my man, Corey Seager, definitely going to win that money. I picked him to win the uh, World Series MVP. I had picked him, um, Bellinger, and Betts. I know one of them was going to hit. Um, so, yeah, he played – Seager's been playing a hell of a game. Um, he had a phenomenal night last night, four for five, two RBIs. Big guy, big big time playing. Uh, Bet struggled a little bit, zero for five. Lord Jesus Christ. Um, so I probably should have put more money in Seager, but I wanted to be safe. Um, but yeah, I definitely think they win tonight. And was it end of series? What on? Was it Tuesday? Today's Sunday. Yeah, Tuesday. Yeah, I feel like they ended. But that's the that that's if Walker Bueller pitches Tuesday. Uh, if he pitches Tuesday, it'll be him versus Snell. If he pitches Wednesday, it'll be him versus Charlie Morton. I don't know if the Dodgers would save Walker for game seven. Honestly, I would save him for game seven, and I wouldn't pitch him on Tuesday because Blake Snell has been pitching amazing. So I yeah. do see it actually going seven now that the Dodgers folded yesterday. But uh, it all depends on when Walker Bueller pitches. If Walker Bueller pitches Tuesday, then they're they're throwing it all out there Tuesday, and um, that's going to be a close game. That's not going to be like a guaranteed. But if, if he pitches Wednesday, then it's guaranteed Dodgers. Put your money on the Dodgers. Smart man, smart man. But yeah, hopefully they, they turn out tonight. Uh, play angry from folding yesterday. Um, so yeah, they should be straight tonight. Uh, let's jump right into the NFL picks. Um, I, I just I just pick teams that are doing the score. Okay. Um, Bengals Browns. I'm definitely going with the Browns. They need to have a bounce back game. Titans Steelers. I picked the Steelers in my in the pick'em, so I'm gonna stick with the Steelers. B- Bills Jets. I don't know why we're talking about this game. Bills. <laughs> Packers Texans. Definitely Packers. I feel like it's gonna be a blowout. I love Deshaun Watson, but after the embarrassment that the Packers had shown on national television against the uh, Buccaneers last week. I feel like they're going to beat the hell out of Texans. Lions, Falcons. Uh, going to go with the Lions. Upset. Uh, Panthers, Saints. I mean, this is a no-brainer. I love the Panthers. love uh, Matt Rule, but uh, Saints. And I, uh, if they're really trying to trade Mike Thomas, they're crazy. Um, Cowboys, Washington Reds. Uh, Washington football team. Um Definitely taking the Cowboys, um, but I wouldn't be mad if we lost this game because it's it's, it's tanking season for us. Because we need to get we need to get somebody on that defense, and we need to get that that six seven um, de- defense in for Miami. He's a monster. Um, so yeah, we need to start tanking. Um, Buccaneers Raiders going to be a good game. Um, Raiders started growing me, but I'm definitely going with the Bucks here. Um, they had, I don't know how they got Antonio Brown. The NFL just gives Tom Brady everything. Uh, Chiefs, Broncos, definitely the Chiefs. Um, Pat Mahomes going to turn up on the boys. Jaguars, Charger, you know, I got my guy Justin Herbert. Um, they're going to be probably definitely beat the Jaguars. Um, yeah, somebody need to take Justin Herbert off my hands in, in, in fantasy football. I need to run it back. Uh, Seahawks, 
Got him. Got him. I don't know why people are really high on the Cardinals beating them. I guess they haven't seen them speed wide receiver them guys back. Uh, 49ers Patriots. Um, hmm. feel like Shanahan finally gets a W against the uh, Patriots. Uh, Bears Rams. I'm definitely taking the Rams. All right. All right. Who do you who you got, LR? Uh, so I'm gonna start with the Steelers Titans. That game I went back and forth on, but I finally was like, I'm throwing my money on the Steelers. The defense is elite. Whenever it's two evenly matched teams, I always go with the team with the better defense. Um, Lions-Falcons. This game was super hard. I'll go with the team that played more competitively and doesn't blow leads. So I'll go with the Lions right now. I know when I bet, I bet the over on that game. So hopefully they start scoring some touchdowns. Browns-Bengals. Uh, I got the Browns. Currently down 7 nothing. Of course, Baker threw an interception. After Joe Burrow threw an interception. Don't know what's going on with them guys. But uh, I still got to roll with the Browns here. I just feel like their their offense is too talented. And then we go Panthers-Saints. I got the Saints only because the Saints are at home. Not because I believe in the Saints. I tell you all every week, I think the Saints are overrated. But they're home. The Panthers, they can struggle. So I definitely got uh, the Saints today. Bills-Buffalo. Uh, I got Buffalo, but this is this is a big game. Josh Allen has to show me something today. Um, he had a good four weeks. Four weeks. Yeah, he had a good first four weeks. They went four and zero. He regressed the last two weeks. This is a team. This is a just team that you beat up on. If 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 the if the game is not like 35-10, 35-17, something like that. Um, I don't count it as a win for the Bills, and they should be. Oh my God. Uh, the Redskins, uh, and and Josh Allen should be utterly disappointed. Um, so here we go, Cowboys Redskins. As I'm watching, the Redskins have all these players wide open. Um, I have to go Redskins because I just don't believe in the Cowboys defense. I've given up on that team being able to cover anybody. Um, I think I'm going to deploy a shot soon because it looks like they're about to give up another touchdown. Um, Packers, Texans, yeah, I agree. The, the Packers are going to uh, beat the snot out of the Texans. And no no offense to Deshaun, but, like, he just doesn't have the weapons against a team like the Packers. Uh, Buccaneers, Raiders, I'm going uh, – do I really want to do this? Uh, okay, I'm going to go Bucks. Um, I was about to go Raiders, but I'm just not sure uh, what – the Raiders are going to bring on defense, so I'm I'm going to go with Tom Brady. I don't I I very very rarely bet against Tom Brady anyway, so I'm going Bucks, Patriots, Niners. Oh, there's the touchdown. Um, Patriots, Niners. I have to go Patriots, but I'm going Patriots basically because I can't see them losing at home back to back weeks. But that's the only reason why I'm picking the Patriots. Um. They're both in weird positions because the Patriots lost last week, so they could lose back-to-back home games. Uh, and then they go to Buffalo next week. But then Jimmy Garoppolo never loses two games in a row. I know he won last week, but he plays the Patriots this week, and he plays Seattle next week. So uh, for I don't think the Niners have a shot in Seattle, so I don't know. I think Jimmy Garoppolo is going to play a little bit more motivated today. But uh, we'll just have to wait and see on that one. Uh, I just feel like I'm going with Bill Belichick over uh, Jimmy Garoppolo. Uh, that's really where I'm, where I stand there. Broncos Chiefs. I'm gonna go with Chiefs just because uh, Pat Mahomes is a legend. Jaguars Chargers. Chargers Jaguars are in a tailspin. There's nothing else to say um, about them. Uh, Seattle Cardinals, I'm going Seattle every week <laughs> until they lose. And then after they lose, I'm going Seattle every week again. <laughs> uh, they're, 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 the Seattle, Seattle Seals, the Packers are the two best teams in the NFC. Um, and then the, the Bucks are just right under them. And then the, um, even though I know that the Bucks just killed the Packers, the Packers needed that loss. But I still hold the Packers higher than 
I would hold the Buccaneers. Um, so anytime I see Seattle or Green Bay, I'm pretty much going to take them. Uh, Bears, Rams. Uh, Rams. Rams, but I don't know why because they they were the the Bears. They show me each week that they should not be underestimated, and each week I pick against them. But uh, I just I just the Rams are home. Uh, do you have any comments? Because you know I know you're watching nine nothing to your your Cowboys are down. Do you have anything to say to that? Um, beautiful is what I have to say to that. <laughs> beautiful. Keep it up, fellas. Keep it up. Um, yeah, it's it's beautiful. Um, just need to start tanking. Just, just need to start tanking. Um, I, I said last week in a podcast, they said that um, I guess um, Andy Dalton can make about $4 million in incentives if he makes it to the playoffs in the Super Bowl. I told I said in the podcast last week, Andy Dalton can kiss that $4 million goodbye because it's no way in hell we're, we're getting to the Super Bowl, let alone the playoffs. Um, he's just not the guy. I, I, I would have much rather us uh, took Cam in the free agency over over Dalton, but yeah. So this, this I think somebody said to me the other week, this is they said this is karma to Jerry Jones for not resigning that, and I said, you know what, I'm all for that because Jerry Jones is a dumbass. Yeah, Jer- yeah, Jerry Jones. Um, he better be on the phone with Dak right now and just like be with Dak all through this coming back from injury because this shows that they they need Dak. They lost 30 to 10 on national TV last week. Um finding quarterbacks is not easy. I don't know what Jerry Jones thinks, but finding quarterbacks is not something that you can just uh that you just catch. You you really you really have to um scout and and get lucky there's so many like high draft picks that everyone's like oh yeah this this pick is going to be amazing and and they don't turn into anything so uh unless unless the cowboys lose every game and they get trevor lawrence then they need to be on the phone with Dak every day and and watching his uh recovery because that Dak is basically the guy that makes the whole cowboys go I know I used to say Zeke, but um, Zeke has like the fumbling issues right now. So yes. it, it's that it's, it's Dak for right now. Um, he's he's, he's uh, right Jay, there. Uh, that man. Ohio State though too. That's that's what the crazy part is. What the fumbling problem? Man. I don't know what it is. But he just he just fumbles the ball a lot. I don't think he's always focused. And but Ohio State is different. Like you can fumble on Ohio State. The defense is going to back you up more times than not. Uh, this time the co- the colleges don't have the defense to like protect that, uh, so we'll see where the Cowboys go from here. But it doesn't look good. You think? You think another question? You think the NFC East, all four teams finish in the top ten in the, for the draft? Oh wow, Tony Pollard be out. Oh, Tony Pollard. Yeah, I actually do. Um. I was just looking at the Eagles schedule and I was just like, uh, how are we going to win this division and stay above 500? Uh, it's about to be a rough road. Um, heart and grit can only get you so much because we play some tough teams down the road. And I thought the worst of our schedule was out the way. Then I realized that after we beat the Cowboys and the Giants again to get to 500, we'll play the Browns. But that it's in Cleveland. We will win that. But then we got the Seahawks, the Packers, the Saints, the Cardinals. Jesus, it's never easy. It's never easy. Uh, I hope our players can get healthy, and I hope our players can get healthy fast. But um, I don't know. I wouldn't be surprised if neither the Cowboys or the Eagles win the division. Uh, right now, I got it at the Eagles winning. I got the Cowboys actually finishing third. But um, we'll just have to see how it goes each week is always a mystery with these teams. Yeah, we're uh, pretty terrible. Pretty terrible. Yeah, both teams are. Yeah, uh, I, I would say the division is is, is oof. Lord, and, and here's I was talking all this trash about the Redskins and the Giants. Well, watch the football team being terrible uh, the season before the season started. And 
what can we have here? Everybody's terrible, I believe. Yeah, it's crazy, right? We used to laugh at the Redskins and Giants, and it, it, it took us coming back from 21-10 to beat the Giants. We lost to the Redskins. It's a crazy season this year. Yeah, and this Andy Dalton guy. Third and four in, in Paul Arena ball, all the way back to the 40, and we only got to the 30. And he's throwing yeah. a, a backward pass on a third and four. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, y'all could, at least you made the field goal. So. No, it's terrible. This is Kyle Shannon. I love Kyle Shannon, but I mean, Kellen Moore, but goodness gracious. Yeah, this is uh... Okay, maybe if we'll even get a block, but no, that didn't work. Noah Noah Brown. Come on, brother. You're a bug guy. Tackle. You got a block better than that, brother. Lord Jesus. This is this is this is this is absurd. Um yes, thank God Ohio State football is back because Lord, I I can't watch too much more of this. Oh, and guy. they play Penn State and Penn State next week. Oh yeah, that's easy money. Easy money for them Buckeyes. Is it now? Yeah, we can put bird up because Penn State choked against Indiana, so please put that bird up. One, the Penn State covered, and then the defense, I don't know what happened. They got it all the way to 28-20. They were covering. It was a minute left. And then the defense, I have no clue what went on with the defense. But, oh, come on, Claypool, you can't fumble that. But, yeah. um, oh, yeah, t- I just got to see the spread before I put money on. I'm gonna tell you. Oh, you need to spread. Oh my goodness! It's in Penn State. What yeah. you for? The Penn, the Penn State just lost to Indiana, <laughs> and oh, gave up 36 points to Indiana. If you can't stop Indiana from scoring, you ain't stopping Ohio State. I just, I just know Penn State may be able to keep it uh, a little bit uh, competitive. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. That, that's funny. And we got a stand right beating us. We're keeping this game close. Wow, you you got them being like blown out. Yeah, it's, it's definitely gonna be a blowout. That's interesting. Yeah, Penn State, Penn State always struggles against us. They don't want no smoke. No, Penn State. I think it was two years ago or three years ago. Penn State beat Ohio State. No, they they haven't beat us yet, especially on the James Franklin. Oh mother, look it up. I'm telling you, they ain't beat us. Like they had it. They were supposed to win the one game, and then they choked in the fourth quarter. Oh yeah, okay, okay, that was it. They were supposed to win in the name. They uh, folded. Yeah, Penn State. I don't know how they folded. Oh wait, no, they beat them in 2016. Let's go, good catch, bro. It's 2020. This is crazy. This guy going back that far, bro. Oh, yeah, because so I, re- I remember it. They scored 17 in the fourth fourth quarter. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I knew it. I know I remember them beating Ohio State. I I remember them folding a lot too, but I definitely remember the victories. J.K. Dobbins, my guy, man. J.K. Dobbins. Monster. I don't know why he's that in Baltimore, but I don't know what's going on. Yeah, I, I have no clue, but uh, he's a solid running back. He gets touchdowns. That's all they can ask for in Baltimore. Oh, yeah, definitely. But all right, man. Appreciate y'all coming out. I'll holler at you, brother. All right. Enjoy these. Uh, enjoy this football Sunday. Uh, I'm pretty sure I won't. But oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> you do the thing. All right. It's on. All right.